Welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Spirituality. I'm, this is Sydney DeLorean here. I'm here with Scott McNulty. Hello. How's it going, Scott? It's going good. I can't complain. It's Sunday. I've been off for two days, so, you know. Feeling good? I'm feeling uh, lethargic, sluggish, mm. uh, fat. Uh, so, yeah, this is all good. That's, those are side effects of being an American. That is correct. <laughs> there was, like, a, a drug commercial for being American. That would be the side effects. Yeah, I went to a barbecue place uh, yesterday, and uh, there were no indoor seat- seats available, so we had to sit outside. And In Arizona? Was, yeah, and it was like 111 yesterday. No, thank you. Yeah, and I had my 100-year-old grandfather with me, and we ended up eating outside. Uh, it was not a good thing for how, any of us. How did <laughs> he handle the heat? Uh, I mean, he's, he's a trooper, so he handled it pretty well, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it was one of those things where... You know, you when you're with someone and they're like, "We gotta go to this place," like blah blah blah. You know, yeah. like when we're really any place would do, and it's like, "No, we gotta go to this place." And then it's like, "Well, there's no seating. There's like three tables here, and uh, this is what we have to do now." And you know, this could have been avoided. We could have, we literally could have gone to an Arby's. You know, and, and sat inside. They have indoor seating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's what's going on in my world. Nice. And uh, thanks for coming over today. Yeah, it's yeah. my pleasure. Any chance to get out of my apartment and come over to your condo sweet yeah it's well and, it, and the dog was excited to get out of the house so you bet he was he yeah. looks excited he's staring down my cat right now oh he's, yeah he's he really, wants he, to bite the cat yeah he's, for sure. he's giving her meanwhile the cat has got her back turned to us like i don't give a fuck she doesn't really care that's what i try to stress to people when i am making jokes about my dog biting at other animals is that they don't even take him seriously. So well, why, why would they? Why would they? Yeah, he's bitten your cat at your cat before. He's bitten at my friend's bunny. Like, and in both cases, they kind of just look at him like, eh. yeah. Well, he's a chihuahua with no teeth. So, yeah, and he's uh, very small. So yeah. he's. I feel like a chihuahua doesn't even sum it up because he is in fact that tiny. Um, yeah. So. Well, uh, our mutual friend Liz Grape brought her large dog over here one time and Jasmine like fucked him up basically. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Cause he wanted to like play and Jasmine's like, this, no. ain't, this ain't gonna happen. You know, I'm not your Huckleberry. And she <laughs> swatted at him with, with her claws and scared the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like went and sat over there where she is right now. Be like, I'm done. I'm done with you. Well, cause she's <laughs> older and she's too old for that shit. Yeah. yeah. You just, this is her turf. Yep. She ain't having it. Not here to play games. Yeah. Um, so speaking of fun and games, and by the oh, way, yeah. sorry if people can hear my mouth clicking. It's <clears throat> uh, my throat is sore because uh, hashtag Phoenix air. So I have a lozenge in my mouth and there's no avoiding oh, it. Man. Um, so, you know, if you have misophonia, fucking get over it, bitch. Um, Why would you be listening to a podcast if you did? Facts. Yeah. Um, so we are going to discuss, um, streaking today. Mm, Yeah. A subject which there is not a lot of research out there about. I, (laughs) I almost assume there's a documentary about anything. Um, and there isn't, but I feel like streaking, it was like a thing growing up. Um, some of our younger listeners may have been introduced to the concept from the movie old school. When they're like, oh, we're yes, going yeah. streaking. <laughs> yeah, Will Ferrell, yeah. <laughs> um, and so in my research, I learned that it kind of became a thing in 1974. That was the big streaking mm. fad. Okay. Um, someone streaked at the Oscars. <laughs> um, it was like every sporting event, any sort of formal thing. 
Yeah. There was a streaking parade that like these people, almost like a flash mob of streakers. Hmm. Uh, I watched a Johnny Carson monologue where he's like, I heard there's going to be a streaker tonight. <laughs> and then he continues the monologue. And then a little bit into it, someone does come streaking and everyone loses their shit, like laughing because <laughs> it's like, oh my God, nudity. Yeah. Um, which today, now, if you were to go streaking, you could be um, convicted as a sex offender. Yeah. It's no longer funny. Yeah, you know, what's crazy to me is that uh, as you're describing this, it, it makes me sad because I, I think we replaced streaking with mass shootings. Mm-hmm. Like, so we went from a society that was like, hey, it's all fun and games if somebody wants to take their clothes off and run through a formal event to like, we're going to shoot off a people. Steam. Let's just yeah. murder people, you yeah. know? So we've really, I mean, if anything sums up how we went downhill as a society, it's, it's that transition, I think. Yeah, because I think if like, yeah, you, oh, I want to let off some steam. I want to shake up the status quo. I'm going to get mm. naked and run through the field <laughs> on this sporting event. And yeah, now it's like, I feel disenfranchised and I'm going to shoot. The, how many mass shootings do we have a year? It's like more than one a day now, right? Oh, God, I don't know. Yeah, I guess there just was one. I don't even know because I don't, I purposely don't pay attention to news anymore. So Yeah, a Nazi know. shot up a dollar general in Jacksonville, Florida. Ooh, in my dad's neighborhood. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. Um, so, yeah, and I just, it makes me kind of sad because I've talked pretty extensively over the history of this podcast about this, but if you're new, like, I don't, well, I don't really watch porn at all anymore, but mm-hmm. when I do, it's always vintage porn. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Where everyone seems a lot more happier. <laughs> yeah. And it seems more of like a mutually enjoyable experience. Yeah. Where it's like, people are like, oh, we're naked and we're doing fun things to each other's body and mm. everyone's having a good time. And modern porn, there's a lot more of like, I'm going to fuck this asshole till it rosebuds or I'm going to face fuck yeah. this lady till she cries on my penis. Um, yeah. Or I, throws up or, or something like that. Something yeah. really gross. I yeah. remember when I was 29, I hooked up with a... I was 20, I might have been 30, but I, I, I hooked up with a younger man. And by younger, I mean he was 22, 23. Mm. And he, like, went to put his hands on my throat mm. without even, yeah. like, say, you know. Are, like, that's a conversation to me. Are yeah. you into choking? Right. But the assumption now with younger people is everyone's into choking. And, like. It's really weird. I don't, like, I don't love that. Because for mm. I think life is full of enough suffering <laughs> yeah. and struggling <laughs> Um, and if I want to cry, I'll do my budget. Um, I don't, (laughs) uh, if I want to cry, I'll open the MLS listings. My real estate agent sends me in. They're all trailer homes. (laughs) I feel like it's just a pattern of like this, uh, growing sense of aggression in Mm -hmm. our culture that it's like very, very, everything is like aggressive and I mean, you see it even, like, with cars. Like, there's someone that at my workplace. I don't know who they are, but I just see their truck parked there every day. And they have not one, but two of the Punisher skulls yes. on, the, on the back of their truck. And and it's just like, why, why? What's this obsession with, like, just, oh, mean. We got to be so mean and, and tough all the time. Uh, I don't really get it, you know? It's Yeah, it's really exhausting. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of that difference between... In the 60s and the hippies were about connecting to each other, you know, um, connecting to Mother Earth. uh, And um, the the FBI was like, let's 
make it so people like can't do uh, hallucinogens anymore because it seems to make them <laughs> <Yeah>. nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that. And uh, but um, and and now it's such a contrast to how things work today, and um, and it makes me really sad because I think the human body should be celebrated. Yeah. Like, the fact that human life even exists is such a statistical anomaly. Indeed. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, the idea that you can't... Like, mooning. Remember mooning? Oh, yeah. Uh, so that still was a thing when I was a kid. Like, me and my friend Phil used to moon a lot when we were, like, 13, 14 years old. We were always... Especially my buddy Phil, was he would moon anybody. Like, I remember him mooning other kids in the, in the science center at, in, in Orlando, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was the best. I like, and no one said a word. Like we never got in trouble for it. No, so. <laughs> I, when I was little, my, the neighbor boy, my brother's friend mooned me. Mm-hmm. Cause like I was, they had, we, we had walkout basements when, which is the thing you can have when your house is built on a hill. Yeah. Um, and you have the sliding glass door and I was being, me and my friend were being a creep. My brother was over there playing with him and we're like pretending to be spies in the bushes to mm, see what they're mm-hmm. doing. And so the neighbor boy mooned me in response. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I like went back to playing with my friend. Well, my brother must have told my parents like that what happened. And so my parents like sat me down very serious. Like we heard. <laughs> that you saw a butt today. That you yeah. saw a butt. <laughs> and like that was... Like, it's almost like my, well, my parents were super hysterical. They were hyper-religious and Mm. very scared of anything. And so they were like, they were making it out to be like I was sexually assaulted or traumatized. Oh my God. And I'm like, no, the most traumatic thing is being raised by you. Seeing a butt (laughs) is not really that (laughs) big of a deal. Livened up my day. (laughs) Yeah. Like a butt is just a butt and it should be kind of funny. Um, streaking is kind of funny funny but um people take it too seriously these days yeah and maybe it is because everything's hyper sexualized so it's yeah. like you can't see a naked person without wanting to fuck them to tears yeah. is that what's happening yeah um and they do say that like men they've done studies men who watch pornography because mm. in the modern age of uh, aggressive pornography yeah Yeah. um men who watch a certain level of pornography tend to think less of female colleagues and they tend to view women more as sexual objects and so maybe being exposed Mm. to so much sex and porn people can't see a naked body now without being like oh that's funny yeah no i think i agree yeah i think it's like well the porn culture is so insidious and and has crept into everything and uh I'm just now, like, as I mean, as a 45 year old man, coming to terms with the fact that I saw porn like way too young. Mm-hmm. You know, I was 12 when I first saw porn, and um, you know, it was like VHS porn back then. You know, yeah. but, like my my buddy Matt, like he found like a you know his dad had a tape. You know, he found it and he was like, "Oh, dude, watch this!" And like there was like four of us like sitting there like yeah. watching this, and but like you know our minds were blown. You know. And then we, because uh, back then you could do the old like VCR to VCR. Oh, r- copy, copying. yeah. And that made all the rounds. Like all our buddies had had the same porno. You know what I mean? And uh, and but I mean, like you know, I, I feel like that probably was not a good. You know, it definitely gave. Even though it was like a '70s porn, actually. Um, yeah. I remember it vividly. You know, <laughs> I watched it enough times. 
But uh, there was nothing like a gra- no like you know choking or anything like that. Everyone seemed to be having a good time, but it still gives you like an unrealistic uh, idea of you know sex. Yeah, it's like a, like a football coach, uh, like a high school football coach having sex with two cheerleaders was the actual theme of the porn. Oh my god! And you're like, yeah, that's probably something that you don't want to you know yeah. encourage, right? So. Uh, it was Ron Jeremy also. So oh, who, yeah, who, that'll... Yeah. yeah, who has since now been convicted of, like, rape and uh, God knows yeah. what else, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, I I didn't grow up with access to porn. I don't think I saw pornography until I was over 18. Mm. Um, but I grew up with... My mom would walk around naked all the time, like, because my mom's oh. a child of the 60s. Yeah. Um, and so she and my brother, like, eventually my brother was like, mom, like, yeah, but yeah. I, yeah. I kind of grew up in a household where it was like, mom walked around naked. Um, I don't ever remember not knowing what sex was. I got the talk very young. Mm. And so it kind of was just like, not as weird, I guess. Um, to I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, street, it's, I feel like uh, streaking, mooning, flashing. Flashing, I think, got ruined by Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. Because flashing is kind of funny. Yeah. Like, it is. Like, you know, you biker rally and you see some big old rangahangas and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Like, um, but I feel like flashing kind of got, like, not cool anymore. Yeah. I don't think that's, like, a thing. Um, there was a guy I knew when I was uh, doing comedy in Chicago and um, I won't say his name, but he was like a, a like a uh, aspiring stand-up comic, and I don't like I had another friend that for some reason he would go on those websites that's like you know find a uh, sex offender near you kind of thing you know uh-huh. which I didn't even know was a thing because this is probably like two thousand three or four, and he's like hey you know this guy this other comic is a sex offender and I was like really I was like that's awful you know and i'm thinking like a rapist you know yeah. you know and uh but it turns out like you could read whatever their case was and it was just when he was in college i think he was going to northwestern you know in chicago that he uh he flashed a couple girls you know with, like the whole raincoat oh thing my god it. how fun yeah. and and he's you know and i'm not saying that you should do that you probably no. you shouldn't you know no. but i mean i just thinking like okay he's a college kid He's probably overcome with hormones. It was probably drinking. And also, you know. you, we saw it all in cartoons growing up. Like, yeah. if you had Mad Magazine or anything, exactly. you would see comics of flashers. So he did that, and then he stuck with this. And I'm just like, God, what a terrible thing. I felt sorry for him. I was like, yeah. what an awful thing, you know, for this guy. So. And I guess it's like malicious intent ruins it, because there are guys that, like, get off on that. I've seen homeless mm. crazy guys like they they'll like stare you down while yanking their limp dirty dick. Oh god. Um yeah, yeah I saw gross. that a lot in New York. And like yeah. that has more of a lascivious con- like yeah. connotation yeah. than someone just being like woohoo and then they close <laughs> the trench coat. Yeah. Like it's a little more playful. And um I don't know. I guess I wish that people weren't so weird, weren't so hung up about it. I know in Europe it's normal. Nude beaches are normal. Oh, yeah. And so they probably have less of a hang-up culture about, like, I don't think you're a sex offender if you go streaking in France. A friend of mine out here, um, him and his wife, um, they went to Europe because his brother lives in Spain, and they went and they met up with another friend of theirs, this woman, and uh, I guess they all went to the beach in Spain, mm-hmm. uh, somewhere. I don't know what beach. And uh, the, their German friend, like, when they got there, 
she's like, I'm going to change into my swimsuit. And, and they were like, okay, yeah, you know. And, like, my buddy Chris is thinking, like, yeah, where's the where's the bathroom? Like, I need to do that, too. And she just took her clothes off, like, on oh, the wow. beach. Yeah. I guess you can do that there, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, what? And he, tell, he was telling me, he goes, yeah, I just saw this, like, big old German hairy pussy, like, right, like, just right in my face. And he's, like, laying the blanket down on the beach to sit oh down. And he, and he, like, looks up, and there's, like, a like this bush in his face that is so and he funny. just didn't know what he's like oh <laughs> like didn't know what to say or do and um you know and he's like it was over so fast she just put on her swimsuit and yeah because it's not it's yeah. like not a big deal because like i've done that with friends yeah. especially like on lake days where you get out of the lake and you're like all right well i'm not gonna ride home in my wet bathing suit so i'm gonna sure. just slide it off slide my shorts on no big deal like who cares yeah um instead of like i would rather change and have people see my pussy then have to go change in the vault toilets because those yeah oh god those really scary (laughs) you gotta you want to shampoo your hair after you're in one of those things they just smell so bad those beach bathrooms in california are like atrocious too like yeah it's the definition of a torture chamber (laughs) just walking in there (laughs) yeah so like i would rather just be able to like change in public than have to do that yeah um it's just it's very weird I know that in India, women used to be topless all the time until they were colonized by the British. And then Mm, they were like, cover up those tits, ladies, because no one even thought about it. They're just like, yeah, "Yeah, you know, I'll wear like a sarong, keep the sand out of my puss. But no one was like, those are breasts. That is sexual. Well, that's definitely a thing in Polynesia. like The topless? Yeah, Hawaii and... Um, you know, uh, Tahiti, like th- that was all, they were all topless until the uh, Europeans showed up, the missionaries, and they were like, no, no. That's where the whole term missionary sex comes from because they literally were, you know, they would like, the natives would be like, <laughs> like fucking on the beach, yeah. doing it doggy, you know, and the missionaries were like, no, you can only have sex indoors like this, you know, man on top of woman, you know, <laughs> how boring. facing each other. It's the only way you can do it, you know, and then when you're outside, you got to keep them tits covered. Which uh, it, it's almost like you're too horny if you need to have that. Just like yeah. when it used to be you couldn't show an ankle. Right. And it was like, maybe if you saw ankles all day, every day, you wouldn't come in your pants when you saw an ankle. Yeah. Like you just got to get desensitized to it mm-hmm. so that you aren't being oppressive to others. Like how fucking yeah. horny are you <laughs> to have to make a woman wear a hijab? Like Exactly. That you're like, if I see her hair, I'm going to ejaculate. Well, Jerry Seinfeld had a joke about this years ago, like, you know, back in the 80s or something. And he was like, if he's like, men just want to see what they can't see. He's like, if women wore hats everywhere all the time, they'd be buying Playhead magazine or just be like pictures of like the top of women's heads and they'd be jacking off to it. And I'm like, yeah, 100%. That's that is correct. That is what it is. Yeah. And so that's it's almost like this neo puritanism. Which I like. Listen, I don't want people getting sexually victimized, but like, I get intent has a lot to do with it. So it's like, yeah, why is someone who's streaking a sex in- offender, or why can't we laugh at the human body or whatever? Yeah, well, what's that like painting? It's like Da Vinci, like the guy where he's like naked. Oh, uh, Mike, yeah, Michelangelo. Yeah, is that a, okay? Yeah, yeah. The, what is that called? I don't know, but it's like a, look it a up, man now I feel who's, like... who's spread eagle. And it's like the whole point of that is like he's he's an artist saying like look how amazing the human form is like it's really impressive you know this this thing that we have that we're born with you know Well we've become like really um detached from um I can't google and podcast at the same time It's tough. It's um, a tough situation. 
we've become really detached from our bodies in general because most people don't do, is it Michelangelo now? It might have been Da Vinci. It was because it was Da Vinci did the drawings of the flying machines, and he did that one. Oh, okay. So uh, I was right. You at were least, right. At least I knew that. I don't know the name of the painting, but I, I knew the... I assumed it was Da Vinci. Hold on. So just so people don't... Yep. Uh, oh, the Vitruvian Man. Ah, the Vitruvian Man. Yes. Yes. Um, but we've become really detached from our bodies in general. Most people don't work physical jobs. Right. Most people don't have physical hobbies. Yeah. Um, people... Obviously, the way we eat isn't properly fueling our body. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and so we don't, we aren't really stewards of our body, which is almost mm. disrespectful of the gift that we've been given. Yeah. Um, and, you know, especially like right after my last surgery when I was feeling amazing, I was so physically active because, number one, I had the time. But number two, it felt like I wanted to celebrate. Because yeah, it's like the fact that I've been giving the gift of this body that moves, I want to move it. Um, and many people don't, you know, um, and it's it's really sad. But in that way, being so detached from your physical form, it makes us then aghast when we see it. Like, yeah. Oh, oh my God. A buttocks or whatever. You know what else is crazy, too, to me is that. You know, Americans, by and large, are, you know, we're a very Christian nation, all this, like, religiosity, and you'd think... So, I like to think of us as... Uh, I'm like, isn't it amazing that we evolved from apes? Like, isn't, uh -huh. that, isn't that really cool, you know? And I actually do think it's amazing, and sometimes, like, you know, I'll think to myself, like, when I'm... Because I fly a lot for work, I'm like, we're just apes flying airplanes. Like, look at us. Look at us. Look at what it's we wild. did. It's crazy, man, you know? But if I were of... If I were of the belief that, like, no, like, a... a you know, super being created us mm -hmm. you know, out of thin air and were this really special, extraordinary thing because of that, then you would think that we would really want to take care of our, our bodies, yeah. but, but we don't. We're just fat and gross, you know, and no one, no one really gives a shit about themselves, which is ironic, you know, considering yeah. that, you know, you're supposed to be, I don't know, thinking that the body's a temple or something like that. So. Well, and I know like growing up, my church had a diet, program like yeah. you could come on Tuesday nights it was kind of like Weight Watchers but it was Christian based gotcha um and they encouraged you to eat more natural food you know Garden of Eden <laughs> um and so it was Christian based diet management we also had twice a week um aerobics because mm. it was that philosophy right yeah. That it would be disrespectful to God to abuse your body. Yeah, it's the temple of the Lord, as they say, right? Yeah, and I know I grew up, after we moved from Detroit out here, I lived in a very Mormon area. And some of the Mormon girls that I knew, if they, this was even in high school, if they started to look a little chubby or whatever, hmm. their church would set them up with a nutritionist and like a trainer. Wow. Which... You know, I think part of their thing is to be a pretty to attract members like that will bring people into your faith if yeah. you are good looking well and to be fertile because they're really into having kids they're so. into that but yeah, yeah if you're if you're good looking you're financially prosperous it mm. might people make people go oh hey what's this religion about it, I mean yeah. that's why Scientology yeah focused on celebrities is to totally spread the message um but well, yeah and we, I think we've talked about this before where like my stepdad out here was in construction. And he, did, he made a pretty good living, but he had told me a couple times that he would be doing even better if he were Mormon mm -hmm. because they they get the, all the contracts yep. and everything. It's like very uh, clannish, you know? Well, yeah, my stepdad was a contractor, and after him and my mom divorced, 
um, a lot of guys from the Mormon church said, hey, man, if you want to convert, uh, I will get you a wife, you know, somebody mm, who's been mm-hmm. divorced, who's considered kind of used property yeah, right. in the church. <laughs> Damaged goods. But <laughs> they'd be young compared to him. Yeah. Like, we'll hook you up with, like, a young lady, and we'll get you business and stuff. And he thought about it because, but, you know, it turns yeah. out he's a pedophile, so he didn't, even though a 30-year-old would have been 20 years younger than him, he mm. wanted, anyways. Fun. Yeah. Neat. Neat. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they are very clownish that way. But yeah, I Yee. think it is no matter what sort of uh, justification you have for existence, you would think that taking care of your body would be respect for the fact that you came into existence. True. I should take better care of mine, but... Um, you do all right. I got a lot going on. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit answer. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, and I was going to mention this, too. So, like, in regards to streaking, I have a cousin that he lives out here now, but he grew up in New York. He's an older cousin of mine, and he was always the wild one, and he would, uh, I guess not, I don't know, streak, but there was, like, a point where I remember somebody saying when I was probably, like, 16 and he was, like, 19 or 20 mm-hmm. and we were getting where we it's like some kind of family get together and somebody says anyone not seen john naked you know and yeah. we all laugh because like he would just kind of get drunk and like run you know through the house naked or something like that and but we were he was out here visiting um and i we were having dinner and i was probably like 16 at the time and i excused myself to go have a poo mm-hmm. <laughs> and um I didn't lock the door because I'm like, I'm, everyone knows where I am. Like, I'm in here. You know I'm what in mean? my office. The, the, ba- the bathroom is, the door is closed. So, and uh, he actually uh, opened the door uh, on purpose, you know. And he, uh, at this time, I was doing the George Costanza where I would take my shirt off, you know. Oh. <laughs> the old Costanza move, get totally comfortable, you know. Yeah. And he was like, look, everybody, Scott takes his shirt off. And um, I was mortified. Like, absolutely mortified. Well, that was done without your consent. Exactly. And that's just the point I wanted to make is that I, I have no problem with people that want to streak. Mm-hmm. Just don't involve me in it, you know, or anyone else that doesn't well, want to yeah, be. Well, yeah, you were exposed <laughs> against your will. Yes. Which is different than yeah. someone exposing themselves to you. Indeed. And I was like, ironically, my I had a much nicer body at 16 than I do now, but I was way more anxious about being seen. Well, also, <laughs> I wouldn't care my boyfriend sees me naked all the time i do not want him to see me taking a shit no no one does no so that's like the difference where it's like you i there's a difference between having people see you naked and having people see you naked taking a shit yeah it's a little more vulnerable or vomiting or you know like anything like that is not not cool um what about skinny dipping do people still skinny dip it's a good question. I don't know. I mean, it's probably one of those things where people are afraid to because, again, it's it's one of those things where, you know, it used to be like if you were a guy driving down the highway on a long trip and you had to pee, you just kind of pulled over and, and peed, peed on a tree. And um, it's funny. My dad and I were just talking about this because I was in Florida visiting family, and he had a long drive from our sister's house, my sister's house, his daughter, to back home. And he was like, yeah, I got to um, – and he has bladder issues because he's an old man. And he's like, I got a, I got it all mapped out. I know like which gas stations I can stop Aww. at to pee. And he goes, you know, I don't want to like pee on the side of the road because I'll be a sex offender. I'll get arrested as a sex offender. I'm like, that's crazy that a 75 year old man can't take a pee. <laughs> yeah, I can't take a pee. You know, like on a tree. You know, and and it just made me think like how 
what, what, what a dumb society. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's just ridiculous. Because, yeah, so. who has not had to pop a squat at once in their life? Yeah, ex- exactly. Because sometimes you got to go, you got to go. You got to go, you got to go, man. You know, it's, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I, gr- <laughs> I grew up skinny dipping all the time. Um, you know, because I was a drinker and we'd go out partying and sure. dancing or whatever. Mm-hmm. You get hot, you get sweaty, you go back to whoever has a pool. Or we used to uh, sneak into the Biltmore's pool all the time. <laughs> yeah. I've been kicked out of there for being drunk and naked more than <laughs> once. Um, but like it, and it never was like a weird thing. Like it'd be like guys and girls and no one was like trying yeah. to fuck each other. Right. It was just like, oh yeah, we were partying all night. We're sweaty. Let's, you know, bob around in this pool naked because we don't have swimsuits with us. And it was, yeah. ne- it was like never a big deal. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if young people, this is where my, the listeners are going to have to write in and tell me (laughs) whether or not y'all are out there skinny dipping. Um, but maybe not all the young folks there are, they're wearing their binders and their gaffs and all the things to, um, (laughs) (laughs) what's a gaff? It's like a thing that you wear if you're doing drag and you're wearing something tight, it's kind of like a tight G string that'll help when you. You put your penis up between your butt cheeks, and it, Ooh. like, will hold it in place. Yeah. Yeah. You can use... There's certain tapes for it, too, but... Yeah. Yeah, they, they'll call it a gaff, and you might do that and then tape, and... Is that related to, like, what gaffers do on film, film I think crews? so. That yeah. must be where it comes yeah. from. Gaffer tape. Maybe people used gaffer's tape, and that's why that evolved. Makes but, sense. Makes sense. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I guess that's my thoughts on that. Um, 1974 was a good year. We saw boom and mm. streaking. And obviously, Fantastic. we loved it as a culture. It held on until old school, which I think was like 2003. Yeah. Um, well, I think that was more like a throwback, though. Like, they were kind of purposely showing how out of touch Will Ferrell's character was. That he, because he's like, we're going to go streaking, and then no one else followed. Like, the joke is he's running down the road streaking, and then his wife happens to be out. Happening oh, to, and then she uh, sees yeah. it. And she, they're doing a girls' night, so she's got all her girlfriends in the car, and they pull up next to him. And, and he's like, we're streaking. And she says, who's streaking? And he, he turns around, and he's like, there's more coming. <laughs> I own old school. I've seen it a million times, uh, by the way. So yeah. Yeah, that was. I remember once I had a friend who he has um he he has cerebral palsy mm. and he went streaking and it oh, was wow. it was just him at the him. party. Mm. Yeah, and it was really because he moves slower. Yeah. <laughs> so it made it so much funnier. Like not that we're laughing at his disability, but the fact that. He was not running. Yeah. It was like slow motion streaking, and then he gave up and just decided to like break dance. Yeah. Which why is not? Yeah. great to see someone do nude. Yeah. Um, for sure. But yeah, uh, so I don't know. I think it should make a comeback. But I also think like, ima- just imagine if people did start streaking instead of. <laughs> instead of mass shooting. Mass shooting. Yeah. Like you're an incel, nobody wants to fuck you. So like, hey, run through the run through a sports stadium naked. Yeah. You'll have. Tens of thousands of people see your fucking dick, and now you won't feel sexually unknown because yeah. people have seen your fucking dick, which is a lot better than showing people your AK. Yeah. Also, the whole uh, incel thing and like how weirdly violent and you know angry they are. I'm just like, I want to say, like, do you guys not know that like sex workers exist? Like, you can get laid. <laughs> like, you yeah. can get laid. I, I, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't know that I'm opening up some kind of like unknown truth here, but. You, you can get laid. Well, that's like the weirdest <laughs> so. thing about it. And they almost, th- well, this is the entitlement they have, which people yeah. always talk about how younger generations have entitlement issues. They, yeah. they want, want things, but they don't want to work for them. And so these guys are like, I'm not going to pay for sex. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Listen, I'm so into it. I've tried before. Um, but like, 
It's like it's like when you gotta pee. Like when you gotta go, you gotta go. And it's kind of like sometimes. Well, I need to get this. I need to make this happen. So. Well, yeah, we pay for massages because you can't yeah. rub your own back. Like right. it just is one. But these but incels are like you can't. I'm not gonna pay for it because they feel entitled to pussy for free. Yeah, and, and I, I think about my brother yeah. who I think is an incel, mm. and he'll be like, "Women just want to use you for your money." Blah blah blah. This or that. I go. Well, maybe they only want you for your money because you don't bring anything else to the table. Right. Like, if you took care of yourself at all, yeah. like, you're 350 pounds, wow. dental wow. hygiene questionable, <laughs> Right. your personality is not that great. Yeah. Like, of course, someone would only want to be with you because you offer maybe financial stability. But, yeah. like, what if you were, like, nice and funny? Yeah. And, like... You know what I mean? Did a sit up every once Did in a while. Did a sit up. <laughs> Replaced Coca-Cola with water in your life. Like, what if you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, so that's the funniest thing where they're like, bitches only want. And the reason I don't talk to him is because he had like this breakdown where he focused all his incel rage on me. Mm. And like, it's women like you and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, first of all, none of those things are true about me. Yeah. I've never fucking taken anybody's money for anything. And I've dated some rich ass dudes. Yeah, you're you're if nothing else, you're fiercely independent. Yeah, like my ex when I moved in, he wanted to charge me what I had been paying rent to live at my friend's house, and I said, "No, that's not enough. This is a hmm. much bigger house." Like and I doubled it. You wanted to pay market value. Yeah, and I <laughs> I had him print out a lease for me to sign. Like yeah. I've never taken somebody's money or used them for money or seen a man for dollar signs. And mostly it's because when you accept people's money, you have to accept their opinions. And I'm not mm -hmm. having yeah. that. Like, I have had men try to buy me a lot of things. And I'm like, no, thank yeah. you. I wouldn't get to the right move. Um, but yeah, so when he's like, bitches like you only want this, this, that, and that. And I'm like, where are you hearing this from? Because I don't know those bitches. Yeah. I'm sure there are women who are like that. But in my experience as a human being on earth, I have not met those women. Right. I don't know people like that. So when you are generalizing that all women are out for your money and want to use <laughs> you, like, I think you're incorrect. He's just watching these YouTube videos, uh, of which there are many yeah. that exist where they're basically espousing this this viewpoint and, and that this is what's happening in the world. And Although, yeah, like you said, it's probably not really happening to them personally. Yeah. Uh, I also think it's interesting that a lot of these incel guys, from what I understand, they are, like, let's say, very out of shape and or not good looking and instead of kind of going for, instead of like punching their weight, you know, like yeah. go, going for a, a not so attractive woman, they seem to be shooting for like these model type women. Yep. And you're like, bro, like you can't get like under no circumstances, you're not going to get that girl. So like, and it's weird to think that you would get that. I mean, we all sort of fall into a category whether you like it or not. I mean, it's like, I'm well aware of like what, what zone, what range I can operate in. And yeah. I'm totally comfortable with that, you know, versus, you know, saying like, oh, this woman who's a 10 is like, should pay me attention. It's like, no, yeah, like, why, why? <laughs> you know? why would she? Yeah. And at any, and my, my brother, he once said, he's like, he, this is so Andrew Tate about how you want a high quality woman, a woman who mm. doesn't have a high body count. And I don't know if this is true or not, but they found out if a woman has had multiple partners, 
even though she hasn't gotten pregnant from the previous ones because of like absorbing their semen that it could have he said it has a genetic impact on the child so that you don't want to have children with someone who's had previous sexual partners i swear to god my brother said this i should i should have looked it up to disprove it but like i just yeah, instead that... quit talking to him but he said you don't want to have sex with a woman who's had previous sexual partners because those those genetics are going to get into your baby. I don't think there's any science behind I that. D- I don't yeah. think there is either. Yeah. Um, and also, I was like, well, by that metric, you're half black, which couldn't possibly be true because my mom's, you know... <laughs> been, been with a lot of brothers. <laughs> been with a lot of brothers before my dad. But, like... Obviously, those genes didn't get into my brother because he doesn't have rhythm or style <laughs> or a sense of humor. It's pretty pasty, He's I assume. He's super pale. Yeah. So I'm like, it, if that were true, that would have actually benefited you because you would have mm. turned into a better person. Um, but instead, I think you just got all the honky genetics and you're awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's always interesting to me when I meet people, men or women, but it is mostly men, who are really unattractive and they have terrible personalities because I'm like, you're, you're doing this wrong is what I was, you know, like I, for example, am a five foot four inch man. I'm a short man, like shorter than average. So by any means, it should be very difficult for me to date anyone. But when I'm actually trying and when I actually give a shit, like I've pulled some pretty attractive ladies in my time. And it's because, guess what? I've got a good personality. I can be funny. I can be charming, you know. Um, And even just normal day-to-day interactions with people that I see all the time, you know, whether they're men, women, whoever, people I work with, you know, people like you, like they, you know, you're the same way. Like, people want to be around you, you know what I mean? Like, like people, frankly, want to be around me more than I want to be around them, like, most of the time. And it's because we have personalities. And so when I meet, like, a guy, like, there's, there's a woman that I know that works at my place of work and uh, not an attractive woman and just like the worst personality. And I'm just like, is that really what you want to be <laughs> presenting with? I feel like you want to redo this. Yeah. Like, like you, you have you to wanna... try harder. Yeah. You know, like uh, just be a, just be a nice person, you know, in well, general, just, just do that's, it. Yeah, yeah. You might not be able to be charming or funny, but you could be kind. Yeah. Cause even if you're just a nice person, people will like you. Yeah. If you're kind and considerate. They'll like you. But I, I have this, the answer when anyone's like, one of my work son asked me this week, how'd you get so funny? <laughs> and I said, I was ugly until I was 28 years old. Yeah. Like it's... I was very unattractive mm-hmm. for a very long time and I had to get by on my wits. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't, that's, that's what does it. <laughs> I wasn't busy dating cause mm-hmm. ain't nobody wanted it. So I have a personality. Um, and so, yeah, sometimes with people you're just like, but they don't have self real like self awareness is the problem. Yeah. Well, like, a lot of people are just not self aware at all. I know. In but, any way. Like mirrors exist. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think people can see what they want to see, or yeah, I'm not even really sure. I mean, well, you know, this is interesting. So, as you know, Sydney, <laughs> I am very attractive to old men. Oh, like, they love you. They love me. They love to hang out with me. They love to know me. And there is an epidemic of lonely older men that want to be my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say attractive to like, just so the listeners understand, this is not a gay thing. It's just like older straight men love to 
talk to me and befriend me. They want to corner you and talk your ear off. Yes, 100%. Mm -hmm. Everywhere I go. And there is a... But yet, they're terrible listeners. Yes. And this is what befuddles me, is that I have several times in my life met these guys that... They're lonely. So there's a guy that lives here in my condominium complex, and he's from the East Coast, and he moved here recently, and he clearly doesn't have any friends, and he's feeling lonely. You can just tell because he, as soon as he sees me outside, because yeah. he's out walking his little dog all the time, horrifically ugly dog, <laughs> and this guy also not, not an attractive guy in any way, shape, or form, but he was like, hey, how's it going, buddy? How are you? And like, he just wants to like talk my ear off. And I know several things about this guy. Like, I know his name. I know where he's from. I know how long he's lived here. I know his favorite football team. Uh, I've told him several, like, you know, what my name is, etc. He remembers nothing about me. Oh. And yet he wants to talk to me all the time. So I kind of want to, like, have a talk with him and be like, you clearly want a friend, and you seem to want me as a friend, and yet you're doing a terrible job yeah. of enticing me to be your friend because... I don't even like you, and I know, like, several facts about you that I could rattle off at any time. You seem to remember nothing about me, and yet you're the one that wants this relationship to happen. Like, yeah. clearly. And this is not the first guy that's done this to me. <laughs> and I'm just like, what's wrong with people? Like, what is wrong with people that they're like, I'm so lonely, I want to have friends, but they don't bring any sort of, like, friendship arts <laughs> into the yeah. equation, which is remembering what people like, remembering what they're interests are remembering where they're from that sort of thing well i think it just might be people are a little self-involved especially in this era where everyone thinks they're a celebrity because mm. they have an instagram and so people can like their pictures so they yeah. think they're famous um but it must be rare because i remember things about people i'll remember birthdays i'll remember mm -hmm. like just random stuff i will remember if you tell me something, I'll remember it. And then people are always surprised. Yeah. Like I had this couple come into the bar once. Their names were Deb and Andy. Next time I saw them, I said, Deb, Andy, how's it going? And they looked scared of me. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that a lot. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, how'd you remember our names? I'm like, well, we ta I talked to you. Yeah. And you told me what your names were. And you told me where you just moved here from. And you told me where you work. And so I remembered that because yeah. you fucking told, you said the <laughs> words. Um, and like, yeah, the fact that sometimes it startles people is really weird. I'm like, I didn't Google you asshole. <laughs> yeah. And well, you know, uh, my memory, like, yeah, it's oh, pretty, better than mine. <laughs> it's, I mean, I do have a weird, apparently a weird memory for things. I can't remember dates for shit. I'm really mm -hmm. bad with numbers, but, uh, I do remember names and like any story that anyone tells me, like anything, you mm -hmm. know, it's like, I just retain it. I don't know why I don't want to, but yeah, when I br same thing, if I bring that up, like, how's your mom doing in Buffalo? You know, they're like, what? Like, how'd you know my mom lived in Buffalo? Because you told me last time we talked, you know? Yeah. And they're just, people are blown away by that. So, uh, but I'm like, you don't have to go to that. You don't have to operate at that level. Yeah. But if you do want to be someone's friend, if you're desperately lonely, then maybe you should be a little more, not just vomiting up your information on top of them as yeah. they walk by you in hot weather to try to get inside their house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to get home. At, yeah. Like, I came home from work the other day, and it, it was kind of a rough day, and, and then I see this fucking asshole oh, outside, no. and I'm just like, God damn it. And so I'm kind of just looking at the ground, trying not to make eye contact with him, and this motherfucker says to me, he was like, hey, buddy, why don't you smile? It's not that bad. And I was like, you motherfucker, don't ever tell me to smile. <laughs> you don't know what's going on in my in my life. I just got home from work, and I'm and I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, and why would I walk around <laughs> smiling to myself like yeah, an like idiot? a fucking idiot? Yeah, 
So, this is where Russians do kind of have it right. They don't smile. They do, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of Europeans in general are that way. It's, yeah. it's more the American. It's like everyone knows Americans by hey. our idiotic smile. <laughs> yeah. Just walk around grinning at the world. Yeah. I mean, conversely, I do know some people who never smile. And then you're just like, can you, like, you're scaring me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little can strange. You, can you emote at all? <laughs> um, I've been trying to get less friendly because mm. as you know like i get into these conversations with people that i don't want to yeah i'm like i have these friendships i don't even know why i'm friends with these people like i have no fucking idea i don't like them yeah and yet i'm getting daily texts and instagram messages Dude. from them and i'm like how do i get out of this i don't even know it's the worst and sometimes like people will like they like reach out to me like we're besties and i'm like mm. i literally forgot you existed until this moment yeah like yeah but because I think most people don't remember stuff about other people, they aren't as friendly. So the way that you and I interact with people, which we really put on a show to make others at ease, yeah. um, people assume that that means we're besties. And I'm yeah. like, no, this is just like pleasantries. Y'all just don't know how to be pleasant is the thing. I'm yeah. just being pleasant. And you think that this is like specific to you. But I'm actually this nice to everybody is the thing. It's like the whole, it's like the whole, um, you know, like a, a guy goes to, uh, out to eat and the waitress is just doing her job and mm -hmm. he's like, she likes me. It's yep. like, no, she's, it's her job to be friendly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and yeah, and I get that same thing as a salesman and cause I talk to people and you know, there are people that I've, you know, sold our product to and they think that I, literally that I'm like their best friend in the world. And to the point where it's like when I travel to their neck of the woods, they want to pick me up at the airport. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want that. Like, <laughs> you know, like I, you don't need to pick me up at the airport, you know, and they do anyway. And it, surprise, it's a middle-aged man that is obsessed with me. You know? yeah. so, and I'm like, what is going on here? So Not I don't know. Middle-aged men are obsessed with me. I wish we could trade places. Uh, middle-aged men and, uh, you know, post-menopausal women are mm. also really into me. Mm -hmm. So, uh, no one that I would actually want to <laughs> have a real relationship with is interested <laughs> in what I'm bringing to the table. You know, <laughs> one day. Stray cats, you know, that show up at my door. Yeah, and, you know, that is how so. that happens. Um, well, in conclusion... Um, we didn't really talk much about streaking. <laughs> no, we didn't. We didn't. But um, what's a little skinny dipping between friends? Make it happen. Make it happen. Get out there. Get out there, guys. Dingle you know? your dangle. Be friendly and uh, remember things about people, and maybe you won't turn into an incel, you know? Yeah, definitely don't do that. Um, all right, well, have a happy hump day. Indeed. Indubitably.